Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. How are you doing, Dad? I'm better-ish, Steve. Getting better? Yes, oh yes, yes. I'm ready for tomorrow, actually, coming up to see you and your show. And uh, really looking forward to it. Been looking forward to it for months now, but this finally arrived. So uh, it's going to spend uh, some time with you as well, which is lovely. Yeah. So uh, all all being well, um, but uh, yeah, it it's one of those things, and I'm sure people have found this. You find when you've got a, especially when you're a little bit older, you find it a little more difficult to bounce back. In the old days, as I said um, last week, I used to just work it off. If I felt a bit unwell, I'd just go and carry on as normal. Well, you can do that because you're using the energy and um, stimulus. But when you're in the situation we're in now, and especially when you get older, it's not quite so easy, but it's working. And uh, we're both, um, in fact, the whole family is um, okay at the moment. So that's good news. Good. Good, excellent. Yeah, looking forward to seeing you tomorrow. Um, last week we talked about the elephant picture that you'd uh, sketched out and made a start. How is that progressing? It's going very well. Um, quite a few changes from the original um, I was talking to you about last week, but I'm really enjoying it. There's something's happened really over the last couple of years. I think the last elephant picture must be a few years ago I did. And I think that that was with the uh, normal Andre paper. And you had to fight that a little bit, the the texture. Well, pass on that, you don't have to. You've got another um, slight hiccup to get over with pastel mat in, in, in as much as you've got to build the colour up more. But in that building of the colour, and the colours and the uh, details that I've been doing has added even more uh, interest to it. And uh, this is coming, this is culminating now, I think, with the pictures we're doing now. And certainly I've got a few now in the future that are going to be testing in a way, but I think they're going to come out stunning. And this one is very, very uh, intriguing and I'm, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about it when we see the pictures. But the, the one thing that has helped me here and it helped me with the tiger and the wolf is the uh, light grey pastel map paper. I was resisting that for a while. As you know, I've been using um, the, the other colours. But this, this when you're doing this kind of picture, it it's like an, an additional colour for you. You don't have to work quite so hard in building up those colours. If it was any, if it was a stronger colour, you'd have to work hard to get that lightness in. You know, here it's already there, so you've got something better to. And you will see that I think in the picture. Great stuff. Well, let's um, let's remind everyone where we were at last week. Um, let me see. This is where we left it last mm -hmm. week uh you just started the sky and um and started putting the base colors in on the elephant as well we can see that there um yes. and your sketch is still coming through mm. um that light first initial coat isn't it so it's still giving you that guidelines of where your shading should be mm. exactly 
And that, again, has helped me enormously. And this is only, what, three pictures old, really, from the uh, idea of doing the sketch. I think it would happen. It was a tiger. When I did the tiger, I found it easier to sketch it out. And when I sketched it out, I thought, why do I need to now produce a line drawing? I don't. Because it was on the light grey pastel, and you can see from that how it's turning out. And what you don't have to do here, especially if you've got the kind of um, colouring that I'm using, which is the greys, you don't have to get rid of the, the um, graphite. You've got to go over the top of it, and that helps. And you're mm. going to see that in evidence in a minute, how mm. you can kind of, it gives you a, a start, really, when you're doing something like this. Uh, I mean, you still got to work at it. It's not it's not going to be um, a walk in the park when there any artwork. But you'll see the difference I've made on the first picture. And we're going to show a second uh, uh, stage. I haven't quite finished it yet. We, we've still got a little bit to do. And I've still got all the background and the... Um, Camouflage, if you like, not camouflage, the, the, uh, all of the, the bits and pieces in the foreground to concern myself with. But the main thing is the uh, elephant. That's the most important. And I did start, and I think, yes, I think the second picture I'm going to show you will actually show this, the beginning of the um background on on because i had to do when you when you're doing a picture like this you've got to do you've got to back it up a little bit so i've had to when you're doing a tusk for instance when we get down to the tusks you can't just do the tusk you've got to do the surround of the tusk where it touches the elephant not where it touches the background uh, because if you don't do that you haven't got anything to work with you see what i mean against and i found this is fascinating intriguing but we'll mm. carry on, and we'll uh, we'll go on for the next one, which is um, which which I hope will surprise people. There you go. You're just starting to see that realism now in, in terms of the uh, textures of the mm. elephant, and you can see in such a such a massive difference, especially at the bottom of the ear and the drawing. You know, like what what a, a transformation. Hmm. Well, on the on the, if you split the, the elephant in two, there, where the eyes and the the ear the um, ear on the left is, that's virtually finished. There's very little light added uh, now to that, uh, and I got it um, more or less as I wanted it. Now the other side, I deliberately left that in its halfway stage, and you can see that it's unfinished. But when you see the next picture, you'll see how that um, has transformed into uh, what I needed. But by putting the, that in, you have that um, contrast that helps you. And you've got to keep adding and adding and adding. Now, one of the things you can't do with this, and I tell people before they begin, you can't rub anything out. If you start erasing, you're going to spoil the picture. So you've got to kind of work on it and keep working on it, gradually building those tones up. And uh, that's what makes it successful. What also, just ahead of this, if you look at the um, 
the head from the eye down to the tusks is it's flat everything's flat okay now what you've got to do is make that round how do you do that well there's several things you can do and one of the things you'll see when i show you the next picture is you can see how that uh, begins to unfold as we work our way down to the trunk i was initially i was going to leave it there carry on with the body and finish the trunk i actually said on the video uh no i leave leave the rest i couldn't do that i found that it was it was impossible to actually stop halfway down something like that you've got to kind of finish it so you're you're being dictated to really see you're being you know the, the picture is dictating to you there's another thing that i'm not really very happy with and you see it very obvious on this now it's on the on the original um, photographic reference i've followed that but you see where the um the back leg for the back leg you've got a little like an um, overspill belly overspill i call it um and i don't like that so i'm actually going to get rid of that you'll see that next week that's it i don't like it it's on the picture and that's if there, i'm yeah. faithful to the photographic reference then i would um i would leave it there but um it didn't look right it doesn't look right so how do you get over that how do you change that well what i do and i haven't done it yet but i will be doing looking at other elephants you know and see what happens with them and yeah. uh, and uh, then i shall make it up so all these little things when you're doing a picture like this you're you're constantly trying to make it yours and that i think is a little bit ugly to be honest it's a bit of overspill i don't know maybe i <laughs> i can't even begin to imagine what that is no it's just a little bit distracting for mm. for the viewer you know i suppose when when you're looking at a photograph of this you don't you wouldn't question the photograph but if you're looking at a picture that maybe exaggerates something like that and you just go your eyes are drawn to it and mm. you think well what's that and you don't want that of the viewer that's right exactly and that's what you've got to do and again being an artist you've got to do it but of course you're on your own you've got to do it you know you can't you 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 can guess it, but it's not worth guessing. You, what I've done in the past, I've done this. I've looked at other animals, and you know how does how does that actually sit with another animal, and then adapted. I've done it before, and I should do it again because when you see the next picture, which is um, a lot of a lot of, it's only the um, the legs at the bottom there that I haven't done yet, and uh, well, not finished yet. But you can see that it still doesn't look right. It looks better than it does on that drawing, admittedly, but it's not right. So I've got to do something about it. I don't think it's going to be a major problem, but I left it there because it's easier for me, especially when we're doing a podcast like this and an analysis like this gives me an opportunity to say, this is the problem I've got. I'm going to get over it. And then hopefully next week it will be there. Oh, it won't be doing well. Let's have a look at this final uh, picture for today of, of your progress. Um, it's this one here. So now, I've left, 
Sorry, Steve, carry on. No, I just say that's such a, you know, it feels like it's really coming to life now. Mm, mm. Well, I, I, I deliberately put the other picture there so you could see this. But you see what I've done and what is there. I, I haven't, I've been faithful to the picture. But you can see that that's not going to work. I, I could leave it, but I'm, I'm not going to. But yeah, it's not I, to me. It's not. Uh, it's not as massively distracting as I thought it would be. <laughs> looking at that, I actually think, yeah, okay, my, I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't question it now that I'm seeing your picture. But I can yeah. see why you probably still want to remove it. Yes, it won't be. It won't be a problem. And you see, now the thing is, didn't I said, didn't I say something to you um, earlier on in this podcast? You can't rub anything out. So how am I going to get over that then? Am I going to rub it out? Because I don't like it. I'm probably not going to be able, need need to do it because the colours that I can use, I can I can cover it up. But we'll find out next week. I'll let you know. But in the case of an emergency, I probably would have to. Probably what I would do rather than actually rub it out, I would take it off with a putty rubber as best I can. Hmm. It, I, I just wanted to zoom in because it, it was asking me to zoom in because I just wanted to see what this looked like up close. And I suppose the equivalent of this is getting your picture and looking at it and going, you know, and putting it really up close into your face because I just wanted mm. to see that that trunk and those you know those lines are so probably very small, but um, mm. you know from the, from that distance that texture looks so real. It's 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 not easy to do. I've got to tell you, but it's it's possible as you can see, and um, and this uh, section uh, here as well. Yeah, you know the folds. I, I in love, the... I, uh, and don't you love the colour too? I mean, if you look at the picture um, away, I mean, I've I've been quite faithful to the colour that you see, but I haven't made it quite so ochre. Mm. Now, interestingly enough, when do you put the ochre in? Uh, that's a question I could pose to uh, our podcast listeners. When do you put that? Uh, it's one eight two. Now, one eight two is a uh, I'm sure people know it's it's like an ochre, mid mid tone ochre color. I've used it an awful lot. Now, how how do you put that into that uh, picture? If you were looking at that picture now, that and your picture, mm. how are you going to interpret it? Yeah, yeah, tough one. I mean, do you think? it's because do you put it in after because it doesn't look like you've got a lot of dark gray in this like you've you've put hints of dark gray but you've not covered the thing with dark gray you're not covered the elephant so you go light gray ochre then dark gray i i'll tell you how i did it and i don't think you can probably do it with anything other than pastel mat you put it in as you see it Right, all the greys, and mainly that's only three basic colours there. You've got the a little bit of white, but not much. It's the 270, I think I mentioned this last week, 270, and you've got 273, and then you've got 175. Now, basic, they're the only colours you've actually got in that. Just a touch of black in the eye, but very little. Very little black used on this. You don't need it. You've got the intensity of 175, which is dark sepia. And that gives you the color that we're looking for. 
Now, so as I say, when do you put that ochre in? But you can see it. You can you can probably just see it now. When I show the video, I actually stop halfway. For instance, when I've done the ear, I stop and say, now, can you see a difference? Well, you can just see a difference. And what happens is you put it on afterwards. Everything is added. You can't, you can't include it in the, uh, the coloring. It wouldn't work. So you put it on afterwards and very, very lightly. Uh, like a, it's almost like a dusting, you know, a dusting on the top. But you can't touch it. Once you've done it, you leave, leave it alone. Wow. It's amazing, isn't it, how you, what, what you can do. But that, you can, I don't think there's any area. Well, yeah, there is an area. If you look at the tusk, right, um, the left-hand tusk, the lighter one of the two, and you look above that, you can see the ochre influence, can't you? You look below that, and it's not, it's not there. I haven't put it in yet. You can just see... A slight difference that's grey as opposed to the ochre and that's mm. what's made this um, an outstanding picture really and I, 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 I say I can't wait to finish it I'm going to be sad when I have I should want to do another one um, because it's such a it's been such a uh, an interesting fascinating uh, I can't wait to get back up there and have another go at it now having seen this <laughs> brilliant well it's it's looking fantastic the you know the progress that you've made this week um seeing those color builds up seeing it come to life and those realistic textures is uh is so interesting mm. um i hope that people have found this interesting as well and i hope that people are looking forward to doing it it's been a while since you've done an elephant I, you haven't done many um and it was probably a little while ago that you last did an elephant so it's um it's going to be a refreshing review for people to to get back into doing elephants and uh you know with all of your knowledge and skills that you've gained since we did the last one um lovely stuff good well um oh we had one other thing that i've just remembered that we need to include we had an email that came in from lorraine do you remember this dad we're going to I talk do, about yeah. this this week i just I remembered just now um and Lorraine sent us an email. I'm just going to find it. Lorraine says, I've just finished a mixed media project for my son's birthday present. He was very keen on, he's very keen on photographing nebulae. I think that's how you say it, as a hobby. So I thought I'd try one in pastel pencils. What a headache. I've enclosed a picture of the original photo and my effort, which I'm not uh, that happy about. The colours in the photo were almost neon and I really couldn't match the colours as vibrant with my pastel pencils tried gel pens which wouldn't go over pastel mat and pastels already put down and ended up using acrylic pens paint pens have you any idea what i could have used now this is so interesting because this is a picture that i wouldn't have thought it would be i mean it's obviously not easy but i wouldn't have thought you'd be able to do um with pastels so let me just go to share my screen and we can see that this was the picture that Lorraine was doing with the nebula on the left and her picture on the right there, you can mm -hmm, see. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously that just looks, how do you interpret that? Like that just looks so hard. And I think she's done really well considering getting the brightness. Um, 
how I mean, you, you, we did reply to Lorraine Dad, but for the sake of everyone else watching and and listening, um, describe what you would attempt in this picture. Well, I think she's very, very brave to do it. I've never done it. You've mentioned it to me a few times. You know, would you like to do it? No, thank you. Not for me, because I knew that I wouldn't be able to um, give it, do it justice. And the rains found that. Now, what's happened here is typical of acrylic. Acrylic is like a, it's like a plastic, really. Once you put it in, you've had it. That's it. You can't do anything with it. Whereas with pastel and to a certain extent um, watercolor, you can temper it a little bit. You can play with it a little bit. Well, you can't with acrylic. You can't do it. Even you put more on, watered it down. You can't. You can't do anything with it. But there might be an answer, and it's worth trying on one little section of that, and and that is to use the pastel pencil on top of acrylic. Now, I know that um, years ago, gosh, I don't know how many years ago, 30-odd years ago, when I was doing shows in London, um, I met um, a couple of, of artists who used to use acrylic and pastel pencil on top of acrylic. Oh, wow. You can't do it the other way around, obviously. Um, so and I, I thought, well, that's interesting. I have tried it. It's never successful. It's not for me. I don't need it. But if you were to use the pastel pencil, same colours on that, just that one little section, you might be able to diffuse it. You see, that's what you need to do. You need to diffuse it temporarily. Mm. Worth yeah. a try. Yeah, I absolutely. Yeah, it looks. Ex it does look extremely difficult. Well done, Lorraine, for getting as far as you did. Um, and yeah, you know, if you if you do work on it, let's uh, let us know. Yes, give it a, give it. A go. Like. And equally, if anyone else out there has has done anything similar, like, you know, please feel free to share. Well, you've got tips. nothing. You've got nothing. <laughs> Nothing to lose that with that, Steve, if you put the pastel pencil on top, because you can rub the pastel out and mm. you won't affect the acrylics so and you can put it back to where it was. So you've got true. nothing to lose. The other question Lorraine had was, um, I've completed a rabbit for my son-in-law's birthday present as he kept a rabbit when he was a child, um, but it died two years ago. My daughter sent me a picture of the rabbit, um, so I used that as a reference. I would appreciate on what uh, your thoughts on what green I could have used to get me to the right hue and vibrancy. I've still got time to redo it. So I'm just gonna show you two pictures. We're gonna show you first one and then one with the background. So this is without background and the photos in the picture. So that's this cute little rabbit that, that Lorraine's <laughs> done. Uh, and then on what green she could have used. So I'm gonna just flick over to the green background um that she's done on the picture as well so dad what are your thoughts on, on on the background having seen the reference picture just then um what would you have done i certainly wouldn't put green on that's for sure absolute sure it, it doesn't there's nothing in that picture that warrants you putting green on the only thing you've got to think about is well it's probably running on grass why don't you put it on grass well, I wouldn't do that. I would have used some of the colours that um, 
on the original photographic we, did we show the photograph i don't think we yeah did. i'll go back to that just as you're talking I'll about it i'll go back to that so it's the photograph was... it's the photograph i'm looking for now you see how much nicer that background is if you ignore the fact you've got all those struts and so on if you would and take the take the fan out or the light out or whatever that is that's a fan that yeah. not there why don't you use the same color you've got there you can easily do it and that color would look much much nicer as a background i mean to be honest the background without the background looks better than the green in my opinion i'm only saying what i would do Hmm. So I would use those, that, that, those colours. I would put a background in. You've got to, I think. But I would use a background like that. Maybe add a little bit of colour, a little bit of um, tone in. You've got plenty of colours in that um, rabbit to work with. I wouldn't make it lighter. I'd make it slightly darker than the, uh, especially where the pores are, because they're all showing up. That's what I would do. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, yeah, I just, I hope that's interesting, Lorraine. I hope that's, and for others watching, I'd forgotten that we were going to talk about that because as, you know, as we get, um, these requests that come in, sometimes it's nice to share your tips and advice, uh, on what you would do so that, um, yeah, other people can, if they have the same thing, they can follow what you would do and remember how you would tackle it. And those are two, two good ones. Uh, and I don't think we've ever had anyone do us like a space nebula picture before. So that was definitely something worth talking about. Um, thanks, Lorraine. I hope that's helpful. Uh, if anyone else has anything they'd like us to discuss, uh, anything tricky that they're encountering, then always let us know and we can talk about it like that on the podcast and share your advice, Dad. Um, hmm. But for now, we will uh, leave it there and we'll discuss the hopefully finished elephant picture next week and uh, and see that completed. Um, but uh, for now, that's it for this week. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy, Enjoy your, your week. week.